Hello and welcome to Anand's Economics Review. In today's podcast, I will I will evaluate two different market structures, monopolies and monopolistic competition. Without further ado, let's go ahead and delve into our first market structure, monopolies. One of the most significant examples of a monopoly in the modern era is Microsoft in the personal computer operating system market. As of 2020, Microsoft controls around 77% of the PC OS market, thus making it a monopoly. A monopoly is defined as a market in which only one firm produces all the output. There are three central characteristics of a monopoly. The first characteristic is that it is a, it is a single seller market, which means that one firm controls more than 50% of the market and does not face any competition. Microsoft controls 77% of the PC OS market and therefore displays this characteristic. Holding a dominant share of the market also gives the firm the ability to set prices for their products. Therefore, the firm is regra- regarded as a price maker as it sets the price for the market. The second characteristic of a monopoly is that the firm produces and sells a unique good or service which has no close substitutes. Windows, Microsoft's PC operating system, is unique and does not have any close substitutes. Its closest substitute is Mac OS, which is developed by an entirely different developed on an on an entirely different technological architecture and has different capabilities compared to windows additionally it is restricted to products developed by apple and therefore is not a potential substitute substitute os for computers made by other manufacturers the third characteristic of a monopoly is that there are high barriers to entry in the market there are several types of barriers to entry such as econo- economies of scale branding legal barriers control of essential resources and aggressive tactics economies of scale occur when average cost decrease as a company increases their quantity of production this is reflected on the downward sloping portion of the monopoly's long monopoly's wrong long run average cost curve which shows that as production increases average cost decreases this can be seen in the graph section economies of scale present a barrier to entry for new firms as due to the lower cost of production resulting from them the large firm can charge a lower price to consumers than a new firm operating on a smaller scale resulting in a smaller firm not being able to cover its variable costs and having to shut down furthermore if a new firm wants to operate on a large scale to compete with the established large firm it faces huge startup costs and is therefore unlikely to take a risk the second point is especially important in microsoft's case as any new firm which wants to enter the pc os market will have to spend a massive amount of capital on research and development to create a product which rivals windows it will have to cover these fixed costs by increasing the price of its product Meanwhile, Microsoft has already done this research and development and can therefore decrease the price of their product to price out their competitor while still making a profit. Another significant barrier to entry is legal barriers. Legal barriers such as patents, copyrights, licenses, tariffs, quotas or trade res- trade restrictions give monopolist firms legal protection such as intellectual property rights, exclusive production rights or in the case of licenses, place place explicit restrictions on which firms can operate in the market. As a large company which invests almost 17 billion dollars in research and research and development yearly, Microsoft has amassed a large amount of patents and copyrights which which gives them intellectual property rights to technology which is essential in the creation of an operating system. Since they legally have control over this intellectual property, they can choose to not allow other firms to use the technology, making it harder for these firms to enter the market as they will have to develop competing technology from scratch, which as mentioned earlier, incurs a large fixed startup cost. in terms of the efficiency of the market of the market structure monopolies are allocatively inefficient as the output is lower than the socially optimal quantity 
and the price is higher than the socially optimal level. Therefore, in a monopoly marketing system, the marginal social cost of society is greater than the marginal social benefit, resulting in an allocatively inefficient market. This can be seen in graph one, which shows how the marginal social cost being greater than the so marginal social benefit results in a deadweight loss to society, deadweight welfare loss. In, in order to regulate the abuse of, powers by, uh, abuse of power by, no by monopolies, governments intervene in a, in a variety of ways through antitrust legislation. One form of government intervention is breaking up monopolies into, smaller, into multiple smaller entities. This was the case for Microsoft. In 2000, following accusations of abuse of mon monopoly power, the US government ordered the breakup of Microsoft into two smaller entities with different operational structures. Other forms of government intervention include capping prices to ensure that prices don't ex exceed the competitive equilibrium, which would lead to allocative inefficiency and a declining consumer welfare. Governments also prevent the formation of monopolies through policies regulating mergers between companies with large market shares. These methods of government, in government intervention have been effective in limiting mono monopoly power, which can be seen as there are very few unregulated pure monopolies left across the world. Monopolies are widely re regulated and are, and are almost always considered to be an undesirable market structure. In terms of stakeholders, while the product producers benefit from increased profits as they are able to set higher prices on their products without a pro proportional decrease in the quantity demanded, the consumers lose as they have no choice but to pay an inflated price, inflated, inflated price for this product since there are no close substitutes for it. Therefore, the consumer surplus is lower than the socially optimal amount while the producer surplus is higher than the socially optimal amount. Another, another disadvantage of monopolies is the potential for supply shortages. Since there is only one firm in the market, it might not be able to produce a socially optimal quantity of the good in question, as it may have limits in terms of, other, of its other factors of production. Furthermore, in the long run, monopolies also discourage innovation. Since there are no firms, no other firms in the market, and the monopolist is shielded from new entrants by high, high barriers to ent entry, the monopolist does not have as much incentive to improve the product or service it, can, it offers as it will, have the, it will control the majority market share either way. The second market structure I will evaluate is monopolistic competition. But first, enjoy an excerpt from Mighty Sparrow's Calypso hit, Capitalism Gone Mad. At last, here in Trinidad, we see Capitalism gone mad It's sad and getting more bad Because do do Capitalism gone mad A real-life example of a monopolistic, of monopolistic competition is the fast food restaurant industry, and a firm operating in this industry is McDonald's. Monopolistic competition combines elements of a monopoly and competitive market structures. There are three central assumptions of ca or characteristics of monopolistic competition. The first characteristic is a large number of firms. Unlike a monopoly and similar to a perfectly competitive market, there will, be, there will be many different firms competing with each other for market share in a monopolistically competitive market. This is displayed in the fast food restaurant industry as there are thousands of firms operating within the market in direct competition with, uh, with each other. For example, McDonald's direct co competitors include other fast food restaurants such as KFC, KFC and Chick-fil-A as well as competition with other restaurants differentiated in a, in a variety of ways. The second characteristic is that there are low barriers to entry, if any. Unlike a monopoly and similar to a perfectly competitive market, firms can enter and exit the market fairly easily. This is evident in the fast food industry as new firms only require a small, small amount of initial capital to enter the market. As long as they can meet these startup costs, which are relatively low compared to monopolies, 
they can enter the market. For example, if a new entrant wants to compete wants to compete with McDonald's in a particular regional market, it will only have to meet the startup costs of buying or renting a store location and obtaining any obtaining any licenses required. The third characteristic is that goods or services offered by firms are differentiated or unique, or other, in other words, there is product differentiation. This is different from a monopoly as well as from a perfectly competitive market, as both of those market structures have products which are similar or undifferentiated. There are multiple different types of product differentiation, and these can be split into price differentiation and non-price differenti differentiation. Price differentiation occurs when a firm lowers its price to attract customers away from, a, from rival firms, thus increasing sales at the expense of, expense of their competitors. The demand curve in a monopolistic competitive market is more elastic than the demand curve in a monopoly, since there are more substitutes readily available to the consumer. Therefore, a small increase in price would lead to a firm losing a larger number of customers than if it was a monopoly. This can be seen in the fast food restaurant industry as all fast food restaurants aim to minimize the price for their consumers. For example, McDonald's will try to make sure that the price of one of their burgers is lower than, a, lower than the price of, from, of a burger from KFC, so that consumers will opt to buy McDonald's over KFC since it is cheaper. As in a monopoly, firms in monopolistic competition are price setters or makers rather than price takers. However, the firm's ability to set prices is effectively offset by the fact that the demand for their products is highly price elastic. Since by, by increasing their prices, they will lose a lot of consumers to competing firms, and therefore they have limited price-making capability. Non-price differentiation or non-price competition occurs when companies try to distinguish their products from other from their competitors based on aspects such as physical differences, quality, location, additional services, or product image. The objective in doing so is to persuade consumers to buy their product as it has a better value proposition than competing substitutes. This can be seen in the fast food restaurant industry in a variety of ways. One such way is location. Fast food companies might want to establish a location at a place where there is high food foot traffic, such as a mall, since more consumers will see their store and therefore eat there. Another form of non-price differentiation is, not, is the usage of celebrity endorsements to boost a firm's image. McDonald's has many such celebrity endorsements, such as Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and Larry Bird, and uses celebrities to market their products and improve their image. Monopolistic competition is, is allocatively inefficient because the graph, because the price is greater than the marginal cost of society, which can be seen in the long-run equilibrium graph, since price or marginal social benefit is, great, is greater than the marginal social cost. This indicates that there is market failure, since the market underallocates under resources to the production of this good, and too little of it is produced. Therefore, there is a deadweight welfare loss, which can be seen in graph four. There is normally limited government intervention in monopolistically competitive markets. Some forms of intervention may include price control through price floors and ceilings, especially in monopolistically, especially in markets with a large amount of welfare loss. There are governments may also apply taxes and subsidies based on the types of type of good and services being produced. For example, if the firm is producing a merit good which has positive externalities the government might grant a subsidy for its production. While if it is a demerit good with negative externalities, they might apply a tax. Despite the allocative inefficiency, monopolistic competition can be considered a desirable market structure. This can be seen as some economists argue that the inefficiency of monopolistic competition is justified by the presence of product differentiation, which gives consumers more variety at the cost of inefficiency. In this way, both the consumers and the producers win. The consumers win as they have a greater variety of products to choose from based on their taste and preferences, while the producers win as they generate a supernormal profit in the short run and normal profit in the long run. Another advantage of monopolistic competition is that it leads to better product offerings in the long run. 
This is because it incentivizes research and development, since companies need to keep offering better products in order to remain competitive. This can be seen in the, in the fast food restaurant industry through the advent of online ordering and delivery services, which were developed by firms to differentiate their products and services and have since been a large benefit for consumers who may not have had access to physical store locations. However, a potential disadvantage of monopolistic competition is that it could lead to waste. Some product differentiation does not create utility, but generates unnecessary waste, such as excess packaging. Advertising may also be con considered wasteful, especially in the modern era, when it has become very prevalent in daily life and through the internet. Overall, mon monopolistic competition is a much more desirable market structure than monopolies in most cases. This is reflected by the fact that monopolistic competition is a very common market structure, and a lot of national economies are based primarily on monopolistically comp competitive markets. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening.